Well, hello everyone. Uh, Tim Barrett here from Sale. Uh, with me today, I have Patrick Thomas from YSafe. Uh, welcome, Patrick. Thank you very much, Tim. Um, Patrick's been here at the college uh, this week at the start of the year, uh, talking with staff and also talking to our students. So I thought it was a great opportunity to have him on to share a bit about what he's talking about and a, a really important area of uh, digital safety. And so, Patrick, do you want to, I suppose, just start by introducing a little bit about yourself, sure. what you do, and how you came to be here at St Andrews with us this week? Great. No, well, firstly, thank you so much for this opportunity. It's really been great for this to be on the podcast, but also this week being here with the community has been amazing. Um, yeah, so I'm from YSEP. We're one of the leading cyber safety uh, education providers in Australia. And um, the Anglican School Commission has um, brought us into some of their schools in Queensland. And we've really been um, educating a community is really what it's about. Um, we have a team of psychologists, educators, and ex-law enforcement officers, uh, which creates an education and a voice for parents with anything online safety related. Now, maybe that's the first thing your mind maybe goes to is uh, cyberbullying, uh, or uh, maybe just gaming, too much gaming, too much screen time. <laughs> screen time is my number one uh, yeah. question from parents all the time. Yep. Uh, so whatever those questions are, the first thing that comes to your mind, uh, if it's cyber related, or online safety related, mm. then we're there to talk about it. We're there to teach about it, we're there to share trends, um, and across all audiences, as you said, parents, students, and staff. Um, and our vision and our mission is really about protecting the child yep. in their online world. Yep. And that does mean hitting, ticking all those boxes. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, we've got a really great message that we bring across all age appropriate. Yep. Um, and I, if you're listening to this, I would, I would say, speak to your kids about it, about yep. some of the things, dig a little deeper. Yep. But I think that's another one of your questions that you might have for me. Yeah, well, later on we can, yeah, absolutely go into what parents can do. But I guess, I guess you know, big picture, mm. the importance of being aware of what's happening um, for parents. I mean, do you want to speak a little bit to that about, you know, why do we need to be engaged in, in this sort of topic and, and, and the yeah. benefits? Good, good question. Um, and the Office of the E-Safety Commissioner uh, they are basically like our, you would call them our watchdog, uh, or keeping all Australians safe online. They re released some really great statistics showing us that parents aren't aware mm. about the way that young people are engaging online. And so, like you said, the importance of that awareness is, is, it's, it is so important because there is significant risk uh, that students and all young people, even adults but we're all facing online mm. there's a lot of risk whether we're on TikTok uh, understanding sometimes getting an understanding how the algorithm in TikTok is different from Facebook mm. can help us lead some of you know the conversations that we might need to have yeah because if we think it's all about friends we're talking about strangers and we're not talking about maybe an echo chamber mm. or a filter bubble where I'm just getting caught up in the same messaging because yep. that's what the algorithm is throwing at me so being aware of and, and parents would know because they hear the kids talking about yep. certain things yep. or doing dances okay i need to find out about that yep. and building that awareness about what is the risk that they're being exposed to mm. 
because they're teenagers. Most, yep. They're not going to tell you yep. what's risky about it because you might shut them down. Yep. <laughs> so us being aware so that we can really just have those mm. conversations. And that's where we step in. Because yep. parents won't be the experts. Yep. We're the experts. Yep. And we want to provide uh, the, the information that they need. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. So if, if you were to go through what are some of the your current trends or you know, even apps or things happening online that maybe parents have, have heard a, a, a little bit about or hear their kids talking about. Um, if you want to go maybe through a, a couple of those and, sure. and why they can be maybe good and innocent, but also yeah. that, that, that flip side of the negative aspect of them that parents need to be aware of. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, so some of the most current things, I think the biggest thing and maybe concern for parents that, you know, a lot of questioning that we're getting um, and a lot of the research is showing us that post uh, at home learning mm. you know after the COVID period and everyone was locked down and everyone's working from home or learning from home there's been this increase in online activity for our young people um, so a lot of different behaviors are being normalized through different platforms um, but the biggest normalization is the screen time mm. So that's usually the number one thing that parents are concerned about is too much digital time. Um, and then secondary to that is, well, the content, yep. right? So what are they actually looking at, uh, which is as important. So as to, and I'll speak to both of those, but firstly, the screen time, um, I would just really say um, what you really need to be aware of and know is that screen time is a symptom. Mm. and. It's, if there is too much screen time and if it is something that you are worried about in your child, the next thing you need to do is ask why. Because often if we understand that screen time is a symptom and we do ask why, we're then going to maybe look a little deeper into what's going on in their lives and understand that there is maybe a in real life problem mm. um, that they're trying to escape from. Mm. And actually if we fix that problem, we would be fixing the symptom of too much screen time because they're using that game or that app to escape something where they feel safe in this environment and we need to reassure them that, you know, with your parents, with your mm. trusted adults, you're safe there. You know, we can talk about these things. Mm. Um, and so that's like really num the number one thing about screen time, yep. uh, which lends itself really well to uh, a saying that I often do use and that's, plan don't just ban mm. right banning is sometimes very necessary especially with the younger audience the primary school kids we just have to use filters yep. we're going to ban those sites because we protect their innocence yeah right we're not banning yep. it and our motivation isn't about like yep. no you just can't have access things like banning in the room at night all those yes yep, those rules boundaries, those boundaries yeah. are very necessary yep. absolutely um but a lot of the time and, and, and those rules will develop because you understand why, mm. right? Those boundaries will develop because you understand the reasoning behind them. Accessing different content or using um, an app or, you know, visiting a website. Mm. Once we understand why, then we know the appropriate boundary. Mm. And trying to speak to a, a range of audience, you know, primary school parents, high school parents, and every household is different, even with the same child. Yep. So just being aware of that uh, can be a really good step and knowing the why yep. behind it can help you have uh, and set the right boundary mm. uh, for your child. And then lastly, just a trend um, you know, across specific apps, I would say, 
you know, TikTok is the biggest thing. Yep. There's lots of information that we can find out about how the algorithm is working. Is it linked to mental well-being? Mm. Um, and often it is. Yep. And the exposure to some adult content is quite real. Yep. Yeah. And you shared to staff, I thought it was quite disturbing how, how TikTok algorithm can pick up your state of well-being. And if you're a little bit depressed, it can, mm. it, can, it can work that out and then start feeding you how you're feeling so you stay engaged on the app. And yes. then all of a sudden your feed is just all this depressing material, which obviously is going to have a very negative impact on, on mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we noticed that because it's programmed to validate your feelings. Yep. Because it, it shows me what I want to see, and that's what keeps me engaged. Mm. So uh, we noticed, like, with misinformation or fake news, we have the same sort of problem developing with those types of algorithms. Because if I want to know a little bit more about, let's say, COVID, mm. right, I might go down that rabbit hole, but I might be fed some fake news. And once the algorithm picks up, that's what you're looking at. Conspiracy theories are going to be thrown at you. And that might be a very deep rabbit hole mm. that you go down. Um, and so being aware of those, how the app works, understand not being an expert, just having a yep. greater understanding than we currently do yep. can really help us help our young people mm. uh, in the right way. Fantastic. Yeah. So is there any kind of top pieces of advice um, you might give parents of a general nature that yeah. might help in this space um, if they may be struggling, you know, knowing what to do at home? If you've got a teenager, you're probably struggling. <laughs> I'd say that. Yep. Um, but what I will say is, um, and I'll highlight this, is an article that we have, and we'll highlight the hub in a second, but it's on the hub, and we spoke to parents that were at the parent session about it, and it's the ABCs mm. of a cyber-safe home. A, we manage access, right? And that's, that's really, really good. Um, maybe using a parental control tool and various other tools are there. B is setting boundaries. So as we spoke about, like those healthy boundaries, a good pen and paper offline is going to help you there. Just writing out some things. Expect some rules to come your way. Mum, mm. you can't do this. Dad, no phone at the table. You know, setting those zones, dinner table, no devices, yep. etc. Bedroom, after, you know, when we go to bed, no devices. Mm. Modeling that behavior is very key. Yep. Buy some cheap alarm clocks. <laughs> Uh, so that you can get rid of our, your own excuse for having your phone next to your bed. Yep. Um, and that can be really good. But the most important, absolutely, is the C, and that's communication. Yep. Openly communicate. Uh, try not to be judgmental when we talk about it, mm. because if they feel safe and comfortable talking to us about these issues, then they'll talk to us when there are issues. Mm. Because the statistics show us pornography, 74% of Australian young people are exposed to it by the age of 11. Mm. So we probably should be talking about uncomfortable feelings online at 11, not talking about porn, of course. Yep. But just having those conversations, normalizing online safety in communicating so that they feel safe when something happens. That's yeah. really, really important. Fantastic. Yeah. So if uh, someone listening to this is, is probably wanting to, to know more and go on, this, this is really resonating with me and, and, and wanting to you know, equip themselves, what suggestions of further information? Yeah, absolutely. So the hub, right? We call it the hub. It's the online safety hub. Um, and the school has given the address uh, for this hub excuse me, on the on the portal. portal. I think you yep. said, yes, so the, it's there. And the hub is everything. 
When I was a school teacher, I wish I had the hub. <laughs> um, it's got everything you need. If you want to know about TikTok, there's deep dives. If you want some uh, templates for you know setting up a contract at home, it's there. Blogs, conversation starters, age appropriate. Everything is just there. But app reviews, mm. like find out what the risks are of those apps. If your kids are asking about them, sit with them and the hub, check it out and say, well, okay, you might be exposed to cyberbullying. If you want me to let you use this app, what are we going to put in place that you're going to talk to me when this happens to you? So, and blame us. <laughs> blame the experts. If you say no, say no. It's not me saying no. Yep. It's the experts saying yep. no. The research. That's sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's the research. It, it really is. That's sometimes really helpful for parents. So the hub is is what you need, where you'll go to. Fantastic. And of course, the college will continue to equip students and and raise that as an issue from our end. But obviously, working home and school working together is a a very powerful thing. Absolutely. um, Same messaging. Yes. Excellent. Patrick, thanks so much for coming to the college and for your time today. It's been great. Thanks so much, Tim.